everyone. This is Pratik. I am founder and CEO at Insidia. We are here to inspire you with amazing stories across the globe. Uh, we are brought one of the amazing founders uh, today. Uh, joining me today uh, is also my co-host, Chris Cowden. Welcome, Thank Chris. You. Thank you, Pratik. Thank you. Another great podcast interview with another phenomenal founder, uh, a dear friend of mine, Mohamedi Tapsoba. Uh, we've been working behind the scenes on a different project for podcast websites. Uh, but today it's all about Mohammadi and Tao theme. And congratulations. Last week was your uh, one year anniversary of Tao theme. But I did definitely yeah. want to get a deep dive into more about Maybe what's happening before, behind the before scenes. Before Tao theme, I would love to know, like, you know, Mohammadi's backstory. Uh, tell us something about yourself, which you didn't share uh, until now with the world. Uh, inspire us with your backstory, man. This, this is interesting. You know, yesterday I had the content in here and we we're shooting some content and they asked me a question close to that. And I was like, one of the best lessons I've received as a kid is from my dad. He told me, you are the big brother of the family. And if you don't take full responsibility and of yourself, you would be the little brother of the family. Do not rely on anybody on making your decisions. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. And I thought about it deeply last night. And I was like, wow, in some ways, this has been like the main driver of my, you know, of everything that I've done. Because in 2013, it came to this country, supposed to go to school. And long story short, there was a revolution that happened back home and my dad was deeply affected. So I was not, school was no longer an option. So I had found myself in a new country where I barely spoke the language, literally did not know five good words in English, you know. Hello, and, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Right, Please. I need some job, you know. And uh, I, like, I'm like, okay, going back home is no longer, it's not an option either. So I have to figure out, figure this thing out. I'm stranded in a brand new country, barely speaking the language. And if you don't speak a language, the language in America, for some reason, everybody thinks you're an idiot. Sadly, you know? Mm -hmm. So the only thing I could do is get a job in a sneaker store in the basement, stocking shoes. Barely come across anybody, you know, just in the basement. I have like a couple of minutes where I go up on the floor to go to the restroom. And I feel like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Just being on the floor, seeing other people. So that was, that was where everything started. I would work 12 hours a day in the basement and go, go, go to English school for a couple of hours to learn the language. I did that for two years. And I was like from 2013 to, to 2015, 16, even 20, 20, 20, no, 2016. 2016 was when I, I left there. And this is an amazing lesson that can be derived from this, right? Everything that I started doing in 2016, I could have started doing it in 2014 or even 13 when I first got here. It's just the awareness and you, the belief you have of yourself, you know? One of the things when you say about belief, uh, it's all about like, you know, why, why did you think that you want to become an entrepreneur? And what was uh, something that you always wanted? You know, pretty much the main driver, I believe that I was born with an entrepreneurial spirit because my dad is a businessman. At 12, like literally, if there is no school, if I come back to school, uh, because I studied away, I left the family when I was eight, I came back at 18, officially. Mm -hmm. 
but I would come like three months, uh, a month out of the year or two months out of the year and I'll go straight to my dad's business. So I was mm -hmm. able to see him grind, never took a day off until today. And like for like as long as I um, for as long as I seen him, he never took a day off for any reason. Even holidays, it would open in the morning. They would have everybody open in the morning and they come back, you know, midday for the holidays. But every single day, you're gonna open, you know. So I've derived that from him a lot. It's like, okay, this is who we are, and this is who we identify ourselves as. We show up every day, no matter what. No matter what, yes. So that's like I always had that. But coming to America and seeing, you know, it, it's shocking, right? Like, I think that, you know, from back home, I'm like, I'm like, okay, one of the elite, my dad is, was super successful and top five in the country in the 2000s and everything is like straight to the top. But he sent me away to study. So I was always humble by living below my means, by living with people that are having it harder than I would have had it back home. So I've always mm -hmm. held that held that, you know, like ability to accommodate myself to mm -hmm. any situation, right? But when I came to America, I was like, wow, this is like rock bottom, rock bottom. So it's it shocked me. I think I got spooked, you know? It scared, <laughs> you the, entrepreneur, the, uh, it scared the entrepreneurship away from me, you know? And it took me two years to get it back. Yeah, you, you know? had to what, swallow what, the hum. Sorry, you had to swallow the humble pill. Yeah, it took it, it took it out of me like instantaneously because I was like, wow, I don't speak the language. Everything is like, and there were some jobs that I didn't want to do. Like, and I was like, wow. So I had to, it literally scared the entrepreneurship out of me for the first couple of years in America. And I went to this sneaker store in the basement working. And as luck would have it, you know, a lot of time we think that the most like something happening to us is the worst thing that could have ever happened to us. But there's a lot of things that we don't know. We only realize later that that's the biggest blessing that could have ever happened to us in our lifetime, you know? So I was out in the basement for two, uh, two years, got super good at everything. He just showed me a shoe. I know what part it is, what room it is, and what shelf number it is. So I was super, super good at my job. And instead of taking 12 hours to do a job, I would do it in like eight hours or less. <laughs> and the manager got a, a good idea. I was like, oh, this kid is finishing early. So why don't we send him home and save three hours of pay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, it hit me. It's like your hard work is costing you a lot. Before I take 12 hours because I didn't know much. Now it takes me less. The only way I can benefit from being a hard worker is being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Because at your job, they're never going to pay you. In, they're not going to pay you. They, say they just pay you enough to keep you. And most of the time, people work hard enough to not get fired. Yeah, so be Nobody lazy. Ever... Yeah. yeah. So if, you, if you're lazy and take your time, you'll get paid more as an employee. But if you're efficient, efficient as an entrepreneur, you can get paid what you want to get paid. A hundred percent. And, and it's like, like... maybe there's something that I would add to this part, right? Entrepreneurship is, is kind of like planting a seed which grows by within time in in job you are like you know stuck at certain level of growth but when it comes to like long term success and financial freedom that we're looking for after 10 years it's possible through entrepreneurship and business uh, yeah 100% you know so it took me 2 years to find that when i realized that wow 
I'm going home one day, like one of the, the last friend that broke the camel back, that's how they call it. As I got sent home at 4 p.m. And I usually get up, get up at nine, you know, so five hours. And I realized that this week I'm going to make $73 less. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is going to be a hard, a hard month because it was going to be a hard, hard month financially. And I was sitting in the train going back to the Bronx. I was living in a three, like 300 shared bedroom. Which I was living with somebody in the same bedroom. I was going back and I'm like, sitting there just thinking about my life and my tears are coming down in the train, you know? Like just, you see the tears running, no sound, nothing, the tears running. Like it's the heart, just like, I'm a hard worker, why is this happening, you know? And I decided like, I just, I, I, and I started listening to something, you know, whenever you're down, even until today, I categorize a lot of books according to my feelings. I read mm. most of them. And if I'm feeling like, okay, everything is fucked, I would go listen to Mark Mason, everything is fucked, and get a nice perspective about life, right? And I started that, that routine, that habit. Back then, every time I feel, feel some type of way, I always try to hear something that would lift me up because that's a secret that many people, it seems so obvious, but many people don't leverage it. You know, so yeah. I, like I started listening to what is his name? Mark uh, no, 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 no. I started listening to uh, wow, the name got off of me. I'm I'm gonna come back to it. And I heard he said he said uh, in life and business and in, in the business world, you get paid by the amount of value you bring to the marketplace, not the amount of time you invest. Jim Rose. Yes. Jim Rohn. That's it. Yeah. yeah I was looking <laughs> for the name. Jim Rohn. It's like in life, you don't get, you, in the marketplace, you call it the marketplace. You don't get paid by the amount of time that you invest in. You get paid by the amount of value you invest in. And what I was looking to get paid is on the amount of time that I, uh, you know, that I invested. And I was like, wow, if I'm going to be honest with myself, it doesn't make financial sense for the store owner to pay me another four hours to walk around the basement like I'm cleaning everything that is already clean, stacking something that is already stuck. So I have to come to that realization. It's like, okay, now the journey, I have to find a way to add more value to the store. If I can do that, I can for sure work, work less and get paid more. And the idea of creating a website for, for an e-commerce website to sell sneakers came to the picture. Did not know anything about marketing. Until that point, I never thought of my life being in the marketing world. Never thought of my life being in the website design world. Nothing. I just know I'm going to be a, a business owner. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, selling people stuff all day. And that's all I know. You know? There's one thing I want to stop you for a moment. This is exciting, right? Yeah. There are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who have such ideas and they want to do something. But the problem is they feel that they don't have uh, resources to do that, right? So first and foremost, like I would love to learn from you. Uh, how did you start with, with no resources, basically? And you learned the skills that were required to be successful in your journey. I think that will be specifically like, you know, telling a story which actually can inspire people to bring their ideas into reality. Oh, uh, definitely. You know, I was at the event a couple of weeks ago and I was listening to Damon John talk. They asked him a question, like in a business world, how much money do you think it's necessary to start a business in a specific type of field? 
it's like you know it's surprising for an investor to say like it's like for it's gonna sound super you know out of place for an investor to say that but he's like most people don't need money they just need <laughs> a better way to do stuff i was like wow i was really deep it's like if you're doing art if you're if you if you if you if you need money to put a billboard and you don't know how to do a billboard you put a shitty billboard up you you spend money, invest money on shitty things, so you're not gonna get anything out of it. You're just wasting the money. And yeah. what he what when he said that, it really hit me, and it took me back. You know, at that time I was working to this in, in the sneaker store. I have some, you know, I always set up an amount that I don't want to spend over that, and I always just put the money on the side, right? So when I started, it's like, okay, this online store thing. Where should I go? I went to file the Google. Try how to you know website design and stuff. And long story short, I got on you know I bought the domain, I bought the domain on GoDaddy, call it megasizes.com, and I got something that they call it builder. Like when I saw builder, I was like, yeah, add it to the cart, boom. And I just pay some amount. I think it's 300, 400, whatever it is. I don't even remember. And I went back and kicked my legs up. I'm like, very soon, very soon, something <laughs> is going to happen. The whole concept of creating a website was completely new to me. And I came back to the URL a week later. It's like, nothing is happening. It's like, okay, maybe it's a storm. It should take some time. Two weeks in, nothing is happening. And I was like, okay, I got on support. It's like, oh, I bought a website a couple of weeks ago and nothing is happening. Nothing is on the website. And they're like, no, you just bought a URL and a builder. You're supposed to build it. I was like, wow. <laughs> How do I build a website? That was the next thing. How do I build a website? That was the next thing. I was like, okay, let me Google. And I came across the platform. It, it was up, Upwork, but the name was different back then. And they're like, oh, you can find this person. This guy here is from Germany and they're going to build a website for you. And I saw... Like some website that he has, like, oh, this looks beautiful. Let me let me work with him. I made a deposit, you know, go back, same thing, kick my legs up. And a few days later, he sent me, oh, this is the link to your to your website. And I look at it, it's like, what is this? <laughs> I'm building a sneaker store. What is this? This is like, it's like, oh, you need to provide content. You need to do this. You need to take pictures. I'm like, if you go online, you can Google any picture and you find a picture and put it. I'll pay you to do this. Not, I, I want to see a store done. Long story short, I never understood what, like, I've never got anything ex- like a value from him in the point where I feel like, okay, I have a website. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? There is a saying in, in, in our word and in, 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 in my dialect. I don't know how it's going to sound, but it's, I, I'm not going to even try, but I want to try. It's like, it says that if you go to the market by yourself, you get the outcome you want instead of sending somebody, right? That's yeah. like closest I can get it to, right? But in my language, it sounds so deep and profound. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself, you know? Yeah, you can get and the job done better yeah. yourself. Yes, I roll up my sleeve. I'm like, how do you build a website? went into a deep rabbit hole <laughs> that I never came back from <laughs> until five years later. <laughs> yes. Wow, so, wow. I dove in, like one of the few videos that I saw, like building website is not a problem. Getting people to the website 
here's the problem. I was like, wow, that's a smart idea. Maybe I don't even need a website. If I can get people, I can send them to the store straight. How about yeah. that? You know? And I feel like the cool kid just bringing people out of nowhere to come and spend hundreds of dollars in sneakers, right? And I get even 1%, I'll be good. So I started, okay, how to get people to your store? Another rabbit hole, the SEO world. And it landed me into a, a nice video of, you know, Mike Long talking about OMG, talking about how SEO can create free traffic, how you can write a video instantaneously, and get a lot of traffic and sell products. But yeah. We're going to show you everything that you need to know about it. We're going to show you exactly how to do the same, but you have to pay $8,000. <laughs> everything sounded good until then. I was like, okay, I have like three accounts. Have, you know, this is the money I used to pay my school, $1,500 a month or whatnot. And this is the money that I spent on rent. Like, you know, have things in a separate way. And I was like, you know what? Let me put everything together and see what's going to happen. So I'm like... Let me sit, sleep on it first and not do this instantaneously. I slept on it. I wake up the next morning. It was March 15, March 15, 20, 2016. I slept. Everything that I do, I always pray for God, for, to, to, for, God uh, for guidance. Pray to God for guidance because I believe it's very important to know things that we don't know. And I was like, you know, God, this is my two-year savings. If this is something that you believe would be good for me, when I wake up in the morning, don't even put a second doubt in my head. And when I woke up, it's like literally nothing gets on the way. It's like, oh, just go get the money, put the money together and just click on the link and put the card number in and make it happen. Mm -hmm. Boom. By 12 o'clock, I'm, I'm in. Wow. And I look at this, I'll, I'll log into the platforms, like to the course, and oh, this guy speaks really fast English, number one. And I speak about terms that I don't even know. Like English was a big barrier and the SEO language was a completely different language. Yeah. I was like, wow, let's see how we're going to make this happen. You know, and I started like, okay, one week in, I'm like, this is the worst decision of my life. Everything I've worked hard for the last two years for, I dumped it into this and I don't even understand it. And I was like, if, if the investment was not that much, I would have probably walked away. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how important do you think risk is? Oh, it's massively important. You know, like burn the boat type of situation. We hear it all the time. You're going to see only a few people that you're going to hear about that have burned the boats and not make it happen. You know, it goes back to, to the ability of taking responsibility, right? You know, there's there's a lot of things maybe uh, just to add to what you said. Mm -hmm. You know, entrepreneur's journey is less about success, more about failures and learning from those failures and going about that is something what makes you a successful person in life. So uh, again, taking risk without having fear of failure is something very, very crucial skill that every founder entrepreneur should possess. Uh, and really your story beautifully tells this uh, part of the journey. Uh, amazing. Continue. You know, it's, <laughs> it's very interesting. When you say that it opened another gate, we, how, how do we create fear? Fear is created from like us paralleling a current experience that might potentially happen in the future to an experience that happened to us in the past. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now called, by Mark Douglas called Trading in the Zone. 
and he beautifully, beautifully explained how everything in our life that we'll ever experience is never going to be the same. No, like this call, we're not going to have this call ever again. The last minute that we had is gone. If they tell us to go and sit and say the same things, we're not going to be able to do it. But for some reason, we think that the experience that happened in the, in the past with us, if you're like in dating someone and something happened and the person had a red card, you automatically, like oh, the other person had a red card too. So your mind can just hold on to that and start activating the fear factors. So understanding that nothing, I learned that from that book and it's like nothing in the past would ever replicate itself. But when you understand that, it's like, oh, it happened back then. It didn't work. There's no, no, there's no reason why it shouldn't work or it should, or it should work, work. But the only way to find out is me committing to try it. Yeah, following through. Right. So back to the story, right? I, I, like, I was like, I was literally ready to drop the towel. That's what I'm telling people. Commitment, if you're going to commit to something, commit in a way that it's hard to back out. And when you don't have any other way out, you're going to make it happen. I have a story to tell. Okay. (laughs) Very quick. uh, Two minutes. I committed for 1000 days challenge to be posting on LinkedIn consistently. And I announced it to the world. You know, sometimes we procrastinate on certain things of taking actions. But if we make other people accountable or if there's something online for me, it was my reputation online with all of my network. I said that I'll show up every day for 1,000 days and I showed up. And this is a journey I was able to achieve through LinkedIn. So anything you do in life, you have to put something on the table, which is significant enough that won't let you give up. Uh, really, really amazing thing uh, that you said, uh, Mohamadi. Every, everybody... Everybody you know, like everybody I know in my network who are founders, entrepreneurs, they possess the skill. This is what separates them from the 99% of people. So this is something, a lesson for any um, anybody who's at the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Uh, so And just like Mohammed, is not knowing how to do SEO or not knowing how to do web development investing such a large amount of money and then just going in in into saying i can do this this is my attitude i have the work ethic this is going to succeed for me one way or the other 100 and going sitting back now looking at it it's like it allowed me to, to create a clear picture right for for us to be able to achieve anything we have to be someone that deserves achieving that thing and number two do the things that someone that deserves that time to do and then you get to achieve it like you cannot do without being and you cannot have without doing mm-hmm. so that's like like what i've realized it's like wow who is crazy enough to invest eight thousand dollars to try something that i don't know is it same exact type of person that will do what it takes to make it work and it's the same person that will achieve the success that somebody that does that work would achieve, you know? Yeah, so, but- yeah, I've, like I figured uh, like a couple of days in, I'm like, okay, I cannot back out now. And I made that commitment till till today. It doesn't matter. Every single day I'm on the edge. And that's a commitment that I've made. And I was talking to my, like somebody like that I see as a coach. And it's funny, we meet every four years. Last time we met was four years ago. And I just met him a couple of days ago. 
And every time that we sit, last time I sat with him, I took some stuff that I still implement into today. And he's been living in Miami for a year and a half too, and I didn't know. So, and I realized he lived in wow. Miami and I went and see him. He's like, okay, so when are you going to meet? When do you want to meet? I was like, today. And he's like, okay, come down. And I went and I was telling him about everything, right? Like for the last five years, six years, I believe my business career is extremely short, but I have, I have tried so many things. I've done a lot of things and a lot of them was brick walls. And I was telling him about, you know, it's like, I have done so many things in the last four, like three years alone since COVID. And I felt like, you know, somebody like you're fighting, right? And somebody just keep holding your hand, tying your hands together. And like, you cannot even break loose, right? I was like, I believe my entrepreneurial journey has been that most of the time. And he's like, you are experiencing it. You're experiencing mm -hmm. it. And everything, like nothing else matter than the experience of being able to experience this. Do you, do you ever open your bank account and sit and like, oh, I have this bank account? No, but whatever you go through, you're going to sit here and talk to people about it. And what you have in the bank account is like, oh, a lot of people have more than that in the bank account. What's the inspiration I, I, factor, right? So but when you can sit and tell your story, or share some insight about what you are going through. A lot of people will listen and many would get inspired by it. There's one thing that uh, I want to ask you. You're on your journey of being an entrepreneur. Uh, why don't you share about what you're doing with Talk Team and how and why you build this uh, product for, for the people around the globe? It's interesting, right? When you listen to my story, after disconnecting to the, with the website thing, website is what got me here. So, and the frustration of that made me walk away from it with, with my tail between my legs to dive into a deep, another world of SEO. Mm -hmm. But two years in, like when the company started, like, okay, thriving clients coming in, I would get prospects it's like, hey, I need SEO. I was like, okay, beautiful. Send me over a website. We're going to do some quick analysis and see how we can get started. It's like, I don't have a website. I was like, what? You don't have a website and you need SEO? I was like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. And it's like, I was like, go, you need a website. It's like, you do website? It's like, no, absolutely not. We don't do website. Go find somebody to do, do the website for you. And once the website is done, let me know so we can get your SEO going. So what happened? I would not hear from these people again. And the consistency is like, wait, I don't do website. But what if I decide to devote a good amount of time in figuring this thing out? Right, get the people that can execute, execute flawlessly, and build a nice solid team around it so we can I can stop losing clients because I don't do website design. And I started that back in 2019. And I put a group of incredible developers from different different platform developers and you know an incredible UI UX team as well, and a graphic design team, and everything just came in flawlessly. So website so, design. What technology is this website is built on? Is it WordPress? WordPress. 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 Very yeah. nice. 
so WordPress is uh, taking almost 40 to 50% of the market when it comes to like, you know, website development. If you are a listener who wants to bring their ideas into reality, you should definitely check out Tao Team. Uh, They're doing some incredible work. It's pretty inexpensive when it comes to like, you know, brainstorming the website structure, images and all of the content related stuff. It's like, you know, an easy step to get started, right? So really, really big help for all of the entrepreneurs, founders out there to use Tao Team uh, for bringing your ideas to life. Now, before we end this session, uh, there's one more thing that I want to do is quick fire round. Uh, mm-hmm. We will ask you like uh, five different questions um, and uh, you can just uh, simply say what pops in your mind first. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, I like so, okay. okay. Chris, Chris uh, I'll, I'll go one, you go one. And again, yeah, cool. we'll do one, one. Okay. So number one, what's your favorite book that you would recommend any founder or entrepreneur out there? Any founder or entrepreneur, I would say Ready Fire Aim. I recently came across across it a couple of weeks ago by, you know, Alex Ormuz recommended it. Incredible book. Incredible. Okay. Awesome. Can you repeat the name of the book again? Ready Fire Aim. Ready Fire Aim. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And where would you... Yeah, um, and where would you read that book? What would be the favorite destination for reading that book? Wow, favorite destination from for uh, for reading that book? Where I would say, you know, it doesn't matter what stage of your business you are in, you're gonna be able to get ready, fire, aim. It's like literally like a, a, a different concept to what people do in the business world. You know, the aim and fire. Mm-hmm. It's like fire and then aim. It's like kind of like, you know, it's a tongue twister in a way, but it really shows why a lot of us are stuck in aiming instead of firing. Yeah. You know, so Got I think it. it's something that a lot of every single founder is going to enjoy. So, uh, so I love cooking, right? On the side. So everyone has their own hidden talent, right? So mm-hmm. what is your hidden talent? Hidden talent? Wow, that's incredible. You know, for a really long period of time, I did not know I liked talking. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. For a really long period of time. Until, because when I came to this country, I didn't speak English. So I always preserve, preserve my, you know, like, oh, I didn't even want to hear myself speak. It was like, what's wrong with your voice, right? And I realized that literally, literally, it's surprisingly, like in 2021, I figured I figured that out too that I love meeting people and talking Uh, but it's it's a it's a great networking skills it's like something that you can do to build repo with all of the network around you Uh, Chris yeah Uh, what was your last impulse by last impulse by so what did you oh what my last impulse what did you really want and why did you my last impulse by was a trading course Nice. I went to this event. I have a business, but a completely different lane. And I was like, I went to my friend had an event and he invited me to go. And I saw a couple of guys that are in the trading business. They're, they're traders, day traders. I was like, for like as a kid in school, they called me the trader. And I was like, trader is English word. It's like, okay, trader, because I always sell somebody something. If you're in the school and you need a cell phone, doesn't matter what it is, what brand it is, I'm going to get it for you. So I've had the reputation of trader for a really long period of time. 
And I, I, I guess I lost it. And when I went to the event, I was sitting there talk, you know, watching this guy talk, talking about, you know, his trading, how, how he's helping his students get an understanding of trading and all of that. And he had a program. I was like, what? I bought a program. Like out of wow. nowhere, it's like the day before that, I would not know trading is never something that I'm interested in. I invest in stock, but I let it do whatever it does. But Lovely. I just I just invested in trading. The trading that's what was my. Oh, life. that's cool. Awesome. That's cool. So <laughs> there is one more question on the rapid fire. That's a bonus, uh-huh. and I think everyone will like love this question because everyone wants to know what is that one magic wand, one magic skill that every entrepreneur or somebody who's beginning his journey should possess. Uh, There's one skill which makes them from zero to one. Yeah. I think it's the ability to adjust and adapt. Wow. All all out. All out. (laughs) You want to explain in like one sentence why you think that is? All out because when you go step in a platter of entrepreneurship, you're gonna get hit in the face, maybe not one time, but ten times. But the belief that you're gonna have walking into it is not gonna hold you there because you're gonna go into I'm gonna go in here, make that money, and live the best life, best you know, best life ever. But you step in and it's a different, different world. And you see, for every successful entrepreneur, there's thousands that have failed. Wow. And you don't get to hear about those stories. But because those people, they fell specially because they got in and they was not able to adjust and adapt to the new environment that they stepped in. Literally every single day, I feel like I'm on the edge. A lot of people have amazing savings accounts and everything is like, nope, maybe nobody knows this, but I don't have a saving account. Every single dollar is to put to work. And that's how I live my life by. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. The only way to find out, it's doing it. Uh, because somebody else didn't have a saving account and fall down doesn't mean that I should not try it. Or because somebody else didn't have a saving account and build it to the moon doesn't mean I should try it. It's all independent. Nothing in the past that happened to somebody else will happen exactly, exactly the same thing to us. Every event is independent and every event, we cannot replicate the same event twice. One of the lessons... Well, <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. One of the lessons like Chris and Mamadi, I, I learned from this specific thing is like all it's all about journey and it's all about failures and how you adjust to those failures. Again, Mamadi's stories inspired us with a few different things, right? Uh, he had uh, zero idea about starting a business, building his website. He got himself into it. You need to make your hands dirty to get to know something and master that skill in order to build that business. It's all about like bringing ideas to reality by doing one thing, which is action. So this is what something that we are doing, uh, uh, bringing these amazing founders uh, to the world and share their story to inspire you to bring your ideas into reality. I am Pratik Tucker. I want to thank Mohamadi and Chris for joining us today and a really incredible journey, Mohamadi. I hope we can chat more in the future. Uh, see you in the next. Thank you, man. See you in the next Thank episode. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank all. you. Bye, guys. Thank you so Bye. much for listening. Bye.